Hello, my name is Aaron Gotthelf. I am a commercial vice president here at the American Arbitration Association for the Pacific region. Uh, welcome to Resolutions, a podcast about dispute resolution and prevention. This podcast is a project by the ABA section of dispute resolution to increase the avenues where we can connect as we engage in conversations with members of the dispute resolution community about topics of interest in the field. This week, I'm sitting with David Tenner and Svetlana Gitman to discuss the upcoming 2022 ABA Arbitration Institute. So before we get started, I just want to let our, our listening audience know out there that I am a, a rookie at hosting podcasts. So if it uh, doesn't sound super professional or anything like that, I am a volunteer here at the ABA. Uh, I'm In addition to uh, stepping in here and, and, and hosting this podcast, I am the uh, educational uh, officer for the ABA's uh, DR section. So that's where you might have seen my name or, or heard me on another podcast or seen me in a presentation. So uh, let's start with introductions. Um, Svetlana, do you want to uh, talk about who you are and what your connection is to um, uh, the uh, Arbitration Institute? Sure, thanks, Aaron. Um, similar to you, I am a vice president of the commercial division at the AAAI CDR. I am in our Chicago regional office and I oversee the Midwest states. Um, in my role, I do a lot of case management and I also do a lot of uh, outreach to the panelists as well. So um, with those two qualifications, I was asked to be a part of the Arbitration Institute Planning Committee and the host committee this year. Right, fantastic. And uh, David, uh, uh, same questions. Great, thanks for having me. Um, I am an arbitrator, a mediator, and a special master located in Denver. Um, I'm currently the co-chair of the dispute resolution section's arbitration committee, um, and I'm the co-chair of this year's arbitration institute. All right, uh, David, uh, have you participated in the Arbitration Institute uh, before and kind of what was your role in past years? Yeah, I, I would say this is maybe my sixth or seventh. Um, I, I started um, quite a while ago um, and started as a, a presenter, a panelist, um, and then sort of moved up um, to being on the planning committee uh, for uh, the Institute and then moved up from there uh, to being a, a co-chair. I've been a co-chair with Tom Hanrahan, who's an arbitrator out in California uh, for the last two years. Yep, very familiar with Tom. I've uh, uh, case managed a number of his cases, so he's a good guy. Um, just, uh, and uh, give us uh, the details, uh, date, time, place, all, all that stuff. Sure, so, so uh, let me just sort of, for those who aren't familiar with the Arbitration Institute, kind of walk you through what it is. Um, the Arbitration Institute is put on every year by the dispute resolution section. Um, and it is basically a training institute for arbitration. Um, and the, uh, I would say this, I think this one is the 15th one that we've done. Um, back in the early days, maybe we didn't do it every year. So we've probably been doing it um, for about 20 years. Um, and uh, it's a place where you can come and go to get um, arbitration training from some of the best arbitrators and best arbitration trial lawyers um, in the country. Uh, we uh, were virtual last year. The Training Institute probably rotates among 
different cities. You know, I'd say we've probably been to maybe 10 or 12 different cities. Um, and uh, last, the last live one we did was in Phoenix in 2020 in March. So you can imagine um, what happened after that. Uh, I think that was the last live ABA event that was held in 2020. Um, I actually had, um, I was gonna go to spring training um, games after that institute. We finished the Arbitration Training Institute the next day, Major League Baseball canceled spring training. Um, and uh, we all headed home um, for what was to become uh, the pandemic. So this year um, is gonna be our return to a live in-person institute. And it's going to be at the Loyola, and I'm told by people in Chicago that you say Loyola, not Loyola, the Loyola um, University School of Law, which is right in downtown Chicago. Uh, it's going to be from June the 1st through June the 3rd. Okay, um, very good. And um, Svetlana, do you want to just quickly talk about your, your involvement with uh, the Institute and how you kind of got involved? Roped into this? <laughs> no, not roped into this. I am so honored that I was asked to participate. Um, that's funny about Loyola. I say Loyola, so maybe I didn't get the memo either. Um, but it is a wonderful venue, beautiful school right there on Michi close to Michigan Avenue, nice views of Chicago. So um, if you're coming, you know, just for that, it's worth it. Um, yeah, so this year, the new uh, addition that we have is that we're also going to have a practice development half-day program that's going to be um, on June 1st. And so the Institute is really dedicated to providing practical guidance for all levels. So it's going to be for those developing a new career in arbitration, those that are managing an existing arbitration practice, and something that really applies to everyone, how to keep improving your arbitration practice, regardless of how long you've been doing it, because I think we can all agree, we learn something new every day. I know I do, as a case manager, I see new things every day. And so I guess to give you some more specifics, Erin, um, the first program that we have for that um, practice development program, half day program, is titled Getting Started as an Arbitrator. And that program will discuss the first steps for those considering a career in arbitration and those who have just started their careers in arbitration. And then the next program that we've put together is titled Qualifying for the Provider Roster. And this is where we'll have a discussion with representatives from the AAA, JAM, CPR, and you'll get to hear directly from the individuals making those admission decisions, what they're looking for in potential roster members. Um, I'll actually be part of this program, so participants will get to hear more from me. And then we'll finish that uh, half-day program with a session titled Building and Maintaining an Arbitration Practice. And that's where you'll hear from institutions as well as experienced arbitrators on how to build and maintain your expertise and reputation. So that's kind of a quick overview of kind of the new addition to the program this year. Now, you know, just I have to ask um, Svetlana because you know you work for AAA and and obviously AAA has a lot of its own uh, arbitrator training programs and whatnot. Uh, when a panelist is selected by the AAA to come on board as a panelist, they take our arbitration fundamentals training class. 
Um, if folks attend uh, this AB event, this does not automatically qualify them to be on the panel, and this does not take the place of that class. Is that correct? That is correct. Thank you for bringing that up, Erin. We get a lot of questions about that. While the AAA sponsors this event and participates in this event, the new arbitrators cannot use this event to credit the core training that they do with the AAA when um, being added to the roster. Right, and as well as it does not count for existing panelists um, ACE or continuing education class, correct? Correct, correct. But that doesn't mean they shouldn't come because they will learn so much. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you an interesting story, Erin, um, apropos of your comment. Um, when I first applied to be a AAA arbitrator, um, I was rejected. Um, and um, because I didn't really have anything on my resume that was arbitration focused. And I went to a couple of arbitration institutes, presented at an arbitration institute, applied two years later, and lo and behold, I was accepted. So, right. uh, so, so while you don't get AAA um, credit, um, uh, AAA does look, I think, kindly on your participation um, in these types of things. And, and uh, uh, let me know, uh, oh, yes, David or Svetlana, either one can answer this question. Uh, who typically uh, attends the Institute? What's the profile of the average attendee? Well, since I've been to six or seven, maybe I'll take this one. Yeah. Um, uh, and Erin, the answer is uh, everyone. Uh, everyone from uh, uh, an inexperienced um, trial lawyer or arbitrator to a very experienced trial lawyer or arbitrator. Um, there, there really is something for everybody. Um, you know, I, I've found that, you know, even though this will be my sixth or seventh, I have never, e even the more recent ones, I come away with some useful information from everyone that I attend. Um, it, it's amazing how just being put together in a room full of um, experienced arbitrators um, and, and having people talk um, leads to um, new, new tips. I, I like to say, um, you know, the Arbitration Institute is a place where we encourage stealing, you know, steal, steal from your neighbor. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and I steal um, every time I go to the Institute. Um, it, so it is, is for both um, arbitrators and lawyers who um, practice in arbitrations and uh, has, if you're kind of an arbitration geek like me, I can talk about arbitration for hours. Um, this is the, you're going to love this uh, institute. Now, David, you mentioned uh, that it's not just for arbitrators or aspiring arbitrators, but also advocates that represent parties in arbitrations and want to uh, learn learn how to better represent those parties. Um, Svetlana, this, this question is directed towards you. Um, is this a good opportunity for people to get some FaceTime with you that have active AAA arbitrations that might have some questions about how their cases are going or some questions about the rules, or is it really not, that shouldn't be the focus of it? Great question, Aaron. We actually have a specific session during the Institute aimed at this, um, one where pretty much case managers will answer all the questions you have. It's called learning the ropes from case managers, what you need to know. And 
you know, uh, both party participants as well as arbitrators sometimes don't really know what case managers do. They interact with them, but they really don't know their function. And so I can't give too much away about what we're going to discuss, but some things that everyone will learn by attending is kind of what do case managers do? What do they expect from the arbitrators and the parties? Common mistakes that are made. And most importantly, what will make you stand out to case managers? Really specifically important for the arbitrators, but to the parties as well. Arbitration is very different from the court system. And so learning to work together with your case manager can be really helpful. They're your go-to people, especially for party participants. They are the people that you can call up and ask any kind of questions that you want and they'll help guide you through it. And I think a lot of parties are sometimes hesitant to do that because you can't really do that in litigation. And so, yes, this is definitely a good time for attorneys who practice in arbitration to come and ask questions because a, a very significant portion of this session, this learning the ropes from case managers is set aside from questions from the audience. So definitely they will get their questions answered. So I, um, uh, when I, when I was doing my mediator training, got my mediator training certificate, which is required in a lot of the courts in California, if you want to be a volunteer mediator and whatnot, I was surprised that maybe half the people in my class weren't actually interested in being mediators necessarily, but they were like HR professionals and other types of professionals that were just interested in learning about dispute um, resolution in general. Um, do you expect to actually have maybe people attending this that are, are kind of from outside the legal world? If, is, is it necessary that you be an attorney to get something out of this? Well, I'll take a shot at that one, uh, Svetlana. Um, one of the great things about um, arbitration is that you don't need to be a lawyer to be an arbitrator. Um, and so uh, if you have special skills, let's say in construction or real estate or, or, or some uh, area where, where, where people arbitrate, you can become an arbitrator, even though you're not a lawyer. Um, and uh, so, yes, um, you will find people at the Institute and at the practice development program that Svetlana was just talking about um, that aren't lawyers at all. And just to add on to that, David, the AAA has a number of arbitrators that are not attorneys. And you're right, they have specialized skills, maybe in valuations, maybe in construction, architects, things like that, um, uh, healthcare specialties. But what I think is even more interesting is the rise of ADR. You know, we still keep calling it alternative, but it's pretty soon going to be just dispute resolution because it's not alternative anymore. Even court systems have court annexed mediation, court annexed arbitration, because they see the value of it. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more non-attorneys participating in the Institute in the upcoming years. Now, an interesting uh, issue that's uh, obviously uh, been at the forefront of all of our minds the last couple of years is, is COVID and uh, how COVID has changed kind of the ADR industry, the rise of uh, video hearings and whatnot. Uh, will that be at all covered in this um, presentation by any of the panels? Absolutely. And as a matter of fact, Aaron, last year, apropos of being a virtual institute, we had a whole session on, on tips uh, and, and sort of practical things for virtual or online arbitration. 
Um, this year, we're going to incorporate uh, that, that type of discussion um, into these separate um, sessions that we have, as opposed to having you know, a single session just on virtual arbitrations. Um, it might make sense at this point for me to sort of walk you through how the Arbitration Institute works yeah. so, so um, people will understand how we will address things like that. So every year the Arbitration Institute has four what we call plenary sessions. And those, in those sessions, we go over each stage of the arbitration process. Um, there's a, a plenary session on initiating arbitrations and the preliminary conference. And then the next plenary session is on discovery and motions practice. And then the next plenary session is on the evidentiary hearing. And then the last plenary session is on the award and post-award issues. So for each one of those sessions, I would anticipate, Aaron, that there will be discussion about aspects of virtual arbitration sort of incorporated into those. Following each one of those plenary sessions, um, the, the, the big group breaks up into smaller facilitated um, sessions. And so you will uh, uh, go to a different room um, with maybe 15 to 18 other people. Um, and for an hour, an hour and a half, talk about the subject that you just listened to in the plenary session. And that discussion is facilitated by a very experienced arbitrator. Um, and it's that, that's where the real magic of the Arbitration Institute is. Um, that's where people really can um, share a lot of their stories and how they do things. That's where I steal a lot. Um, and uh, um, so that's, that's sort of the structure. In addition, um, the Arbitration Institute has what we call special sessions. Um, this year, one of the special sessions is what we've been talking about, working with case managers. We have another special session on, um, uh, we're gonna have a lunch session where a couple of people are gonna talk about important arbitration cases that have um, been in the court system. We'll have another um, session on arbitration ethics. Um, we'll have a session on We'll actually have a breakfast um, program where you can sit down with some experienced arbitrators and pick their brains uh, about how they um, presented their uh, practice. And so you know, there's, in some ways, the Arbitration Institute is the same every year, and in some ways, it's very different. Um, this is just a general question, uh, and, and either one of you can can uh, address it uh, or answer it. Uh, obviously. Uh, a lot of folks are going to be uh, attending this that are looking to uh, increase their practice, uh, get get more arbitrations, do a better job marketing themselves, whatnot. And those uh, presentations will probably be led by people that are very successful uh, in the arbitration space and have, have built um, a good book of business for themselves. Um, just who are some of the, um, the folks that'll be uh, presenting that um, are gonna be, are good examples of this, people that built successful careers? Well, I'll, I'll go, David. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll just sort of hit the highlights in terms of um, you know, the, the people who are participating. For example, in the um, early stages of arbitration in the preliminary conference, um, that discussion will be moderated by Tom Hanrahan, who we've already talked about, who's you know, a very well-regarded arbitrator. Um, the arbitrator, um, 
for that program is Jerry uh, Saltarelli, who's a local guy, uh, very well-regarded guy um, in Chicago. And the advocate presenting that program is Sandy Jeske, who works out of San Diego, um, who is, if you ever get hacked um, <laughs> and, and you need to worry about uh, what to do with, with your, uh, in this new virtual world we have, Sandy Jeske is the person um, that you want to go to. Um, and, you know, the, the discovery practice uh, uh, program is going to be moderated by Skip Netzor, who is a, a very, very highly regarded um, arbitrator um, here in Denver. Um, I'm going to moderate the session on uh, this case manager session and um, I, I, I won't, uh, I won't opine on my uh, bona fides, uh, but I, for sure, I'll make sure that uh, the the, the discussion is well uh, moderated and people will learn um, from that. You know, we, we have uh, uh, Dana Welch, who is one of the big arbitrators, you know, college of commercial arbitrators um, in California. She's doing the evidentiary hearing, um, moderating um, uh, the award session. Mark Lasseter, who does a lot of work with AAA. Um, is uh, moderating that session. So you're gonna see a lot of the big stars of uh, the arbitration. Well, I can certainly say uh, because uh, Dana Welch and uh, Sandy are in my region in California. I definitely know them and they do a great job here uh, at AAA. Um, Svetlana, did you wanna, I know uh, we're not supposed to give away the entire program because why would people wanna attend the program if we discussed it all on this? podcast here, but do you want to expand on any of the uh, individual elements with the learning, uh, the ropes and case managers that you discussed or anything in addition? Yeah, I was actually just going to add on to something David just said, you know, um, he mentioned some of the arbitrators that are going to be presenting, but we also have um, executives from the institutions here too. So, you know, I'll be here representing the AAA, we'll have somebody from JAMS, and we'll have someone from this from CPR. So I think that all those things or those concepts are really interesting to participants as well. They're not just going to hear from their fellow arbitrators about best practices, but they're also here about best practices from the institutions. And I probably don't wanna give away more than I already have about the case manager feedback um, because yeah, we want people to attend and have a good conversation with us. All right, obviously um, uh, you guys will be uh, attendees in addition to uh, presenters. Uh, if I could ask each of you who you're most forward looking to see, looking forward to seeing the most. Sorry, that's my dislike. David Tenner. And Svetlana Gittman. Oh, come on. That's a giveaway <laughs> right there. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, David, some of the logistical issues with this event. Uh, in the past, this event has sold out, correct? Yeah. And, and it's really important for the people listening to this podcast. If you're thinking about um, whether or not you want to register, um, I would certainly encourage you um, to register sooner rather than later. Um, the Arbitration Institute has sold out the last three years, and it's not only sold out the last three years, but it's sold out before the ABA's early bird deadline. Um, and so um, we have been disappointing a lot of people uh, the last three years who waited 
um, to to register. Um, and uh, we, my, my my best advice is um, if this is something you're thinking about, um, go ahead and um, get registered um, because obviously we like to keep this a small group um, and um, there, there's a limited uh, capacity. And so um, register if you can. Um, you can register at um, AMBAR, A-M-B-A-R, like American Bar, ambar.org slash ARB2022. Um, the practice development uh, program is $200. The institute itself um, is $600. You get 11 and a half CLE credits by going to the um, uh, institute. That's 11 and a half credits for 600 bucks um, is a pretty good deal. But perhaps the best deal of all, Aaron, is um, the, the good folks at the ABA have somehow managed to wrangle um, a hotel rate at the Warwick Allerton, which is about um, four blocks from where uh, the institute is going to be, for 179 bucks a night. Uh, 179 bucks a night in Chicago in June. Um, so, um, if you want to sort of stick around, and they've extended that rate through the weekend after the Institute. So if you want to stick around um, and enjoy Chicago for the weekend, um, it's really a great deal. And David, if I could just add one thing, the other benefit to gaining a lot of knowledge attending this Institute is we also have two networking events where you kind of have time to interact with the other participants and the faculty after a full day of learning. So we'll have one after the practice development session the first day, which will be hosted by the AAA at the AAA offices in Chicago, which have great views. So another nice location. And um, we'll have a second one after the completion of the Institute as well. So it will be a good opportunity to meet some of those um, people from the organizations, as well as the faculty and ask more questions or pick their brains, things like that. All right. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, uh, as um, educational officer for the dispute resolution section, obviously, I produce a lot of webinars throughout the year, uh, led by mediators and arbitrators and other dispute resolution professionals. But um, rarely do I get the chance to put on any programming uh, where you actually would get the chance to interact with the executives at uh, some of the largest ADR providers in the country. So I think I think that's worth the price of admission alone uh, for, for folks that are uh, considering attending this event. Um, before we wrap up, I know I've, I've gone off quite a bit off script. Is there anything, David or Svetlana, that I've, I've forgot to mention or? Yeah, I, I, just one other thing I'd like to add, um, since we have two AAA folks um, here on the podcast um, with us today, AAA is one of the sponsors of the Arbitration Institute. And as Svetlana said, um, you all are uh, hosting the reception after the practice development program. So I just wanted to take uh, the chance to thank the AAA um, for being a sponsor and for all the good work they do for the Institute. Obviously, if anybody else listening to this podcast is interested uh, in being a sponsor for the Institute, get in touch with us. We have lots of, lots of sponsorship opportunities for folks, but I didn't want this podcast to end without um, me thanking uh, the AAA for their work. Okay, well, uh, David, thank you, thank you so much for for the shout out to the AAA. And um, yeah, uh, if I can do another plug for the dispute resolution section. First of all, if 
If you're out here listening to this podcast and you're not uh, a member of the, the dispute resolution section, please join it. Um, a lot of our programming that we do throughout the year is actually free. Uh, if you're if you're specifically a member of the dispute resolution section, um, and if you've come across this podcast and you're not a member of the ABA in general, um, I would say, uh, both as a practicing attorney and from my work in the ADR world, uh, joining the ABA has been really one of the best things for my careers, my career, and I. I definitely um, encourage other people to join the ABA. Um, anything else from either of you? No, thanks for having me. Yeah, okay. thanks for having us. And with that, uh, I'd like to thank uh, everybody for uh, listening to uh, this episode of uh, Resolutions. And we all hope to see you um, at the uh, 2022 ABA Arbitration Institute. Thank you so much.